time. Yeah, and that, that's not what happened. He, he sat next to Mr. Lurie on the plane on the ride home. They were both sitting in first class and talked about the game and, and what happened with it. And then I've talked to DeMarco since then. So. Yeah. Did, did he talk to you before he talked? Uh, no, he was sitting next to Mr. Lurie on the plane. That's where I don't, he didn't go and request a meeting with the owner. I don't know where that came from or how it was, but all of our players sit in first class. You know, when we travel and Mr. when Mr. Lurie travels, he sits in first class. So they were sitting next to each other. So. We then ended in May. It went to ESPN and Ed Werder. Uh, why do you think that occurred and what was the desired result? Why do I think do stories think go to the media? I no. don't why know do that. Why do you think someone in Dallas uh, got a, you know, I have the no idea. And I, and I really. That's a great question. I don't have an answer for that. Has DeMarco told you that he's I've had a meeting with DeMarco, yeah. I mean, he's he's frustrated because he didn't get the ball a lot on, on Sunday, which most running backs are frustrated from that aspect. But he's not frustrated that we beat the New England Patriots and we had a big win in New England. So um, I think everybody's that way. Every receiver wants the ball. Every running back wants the ball. Every quarterback would like to throw every single time we have an opportunity. But... Um, the one thing I know about DeMarco, he's about winning. So. Has he expressed concern prior to this week and, and no. shared those frustrations with you? No. Are you disappointed that he went to the owner He first? did not go to the owner. He sat next to the owner on the plane. We sit, all players always sit in first class. And when Mr. Lurie travels with us, he sits there next to him. They sat next to each other on the plane. So he didn't okay. specifically go to Mr. Lurie oh, and say, I need to request a meeting with you. Disappointment, however, it came out to the owner before he did to you. Well, he expressed disappointment to me that he before that. Mm -hmm. I mean, he wasn't happy with his amount of carries, and rightly so. I think everybody wants to carry the ball in every game, so that's not a. I mean, have you told him anything deal? about his carries going forward? No, we, we we said the same thing. He knew going into the game that we were going to play, and we 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 had a plan. We knew exactly what we were going to do. We were going to have Darren and. Uh, and Kenyon we're going to play more and he knew that going into the game so it's it's you know I think Deuce does a great job with those guys every one of our position coaches explains our rotation in terms of where we are based at the end of the week when we understand who's healthy who's up who's going to be part of the 46 if the game goes the way it goes the game didn't go the way from an offensive standpoint the way we wanted to go it was an outstanding third quarter but we didn't have any really snaps in the third quarter so we it was a different game from that aspect we had an interception return for a touchdown so our defense goes back out on the field we had a punt return for a touchdown so our defense goes back out on the field so there was a limited number of reps. We were in the 50 snaps um, on the offensive side of the ball. So, so like the player, 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 is he I knew he was frustrated. Yeah, I wanted to talk to him after the game. I mean, when you win, when you win a big game like that, we want to make sure everybody's on the same page. So yeah, I, I, I wanted to talk to him. So, so you sought him out? Or did he yeah. Talk to you? Okay. I sought him out. Why do you is, think is is you the player you expected that every week, knowing when the biggest win of the season, that this comes up, it happens? What comes out in the media, I don't really care about, to be honest with you. So, And it's not the way it was. He didn't request a meeting with the owner and sit down and talk with the owner. And it, I just, I don't care. we got 10 minutes. We can talk about whatever you want to watch. I'm going to be out in the practice field when we start stretch. So. Are you the player you expected when you signed? Yeah, he is. Is he the person you expected when you signed? Yeah, he is. Why do you think he's been struggling this season? I think we've had, a, we've had uh, different moving parts. Jason Peters has been out for 
part of three games and missed, an, missed a game, you know what I mean, or came back and, you know, there's a, we've had some moving parts. Uh, Gardner started the year for us. He was out. We've had some there. Sam's missed some games. We haven't had everybody on the offensive side of the ball in there. We've had some drops at the receiver spot. Um, I think everybody's contributed. We're not exactly where we want to be offensively from any aspect. I don't think we're running the ball. Can I finish my answer before you ask me the next question? Or do we could just let you take the podium if you'd like? There we go. I don't think I think anybody offensively. We're not where we've been offensively. I'm frustrated. All right, but when you look at that game, it was a unique football game. You score 14 points in the third quarter with an interception return and a punt return, but we're not having success on the offensive side of the ball. But so be it. I'm pretty jacked up about that because we just scored 14 points against the New England Patriots in New England after being down 14. So sometimes that a game expresses itself in a lot of different manners. I know, but you're talking about the struggle of the offense that's really the market, but I mean, Matthews is still averaging six, six uh, yards per carry. Darren's had success in there, and Barnard's had success in there. Why hasn't that affected them? Well, there, it, it, and it's all by game, so you kind of look at it where we, we had success as a group in, in, in the Jets game. Um, DeMarco didn't play in the Jets game, but there has been times where DeMarco's played really well for us. So it's the same thing, the same message I've told our team. There's been times where we haven't played very well this year. There's also times where we played really well this year, and that's why I've always believed we have a good football team. When we all play well, we're a pretty good operation. So I've got confidence in all those guys. Um, you'll see all those backs again this week. They're all going to, they, if, if, if Ryan makes it through the week and can play, then he, he merits playing time. Darren merits playing time. Kenyon merits playing time. They all merit playing time. If he's the player you expected when you signed, then, then why give that contract to a player who's played 14 snaps a game? He played 14 snaps in this last game. Because, again, we had 50 snaps overall. We didn't have the third quarter that we normally have. When we go in every other game we've had, he's been the leading ball carrier. So. We're going to make game plans this week that's going to help us win the Buffalo Bills game, and that's Chip, not I much believe, else I can say about that. I, I believe with a player that has 150 or more carries in this season, he is last in average yards per run. Why is that the case? Because we haven't been successful overall offensively the way we'd like to be. Chip, what kind of run plays did DeMarco have success with in Dallas, and have any been implemented here in Philly? They were a stretch. They ran some counter, counter sweep, which we, we run some of that. Um, I know he had 42 carries from the gun for 206 yards, so for 4.8 yard average. So he's he had success running out of the gun. He had success running from under. I mean, they were they were a good football team last year, and they were they, they did a really nice job in terms of what they were doing offensively. But it's a different dynamic. You got a double. You got a wide receiver outside that's going to get doubled on every play because he may be the best receiver in the game. And Des Bryant, you got a Hall of Fame tight end. You know, there's a, it's a different dynamic in terms of how people defended Dallas in terms of how people defend us. So that's just to compare. What he was like in this to where he is now is, it, I mean, it's you've got so many different moving parts. I don't, it's, it's not a, I don't think the comparison fits in any aspect of the matter. So. Quarterback under under center as opposed to in the shotgun. Though I think the stat was that he ran from 91 percent, was when the quarterback was under center, as compared yeah. to 17 percent now. Mm -hmm. uh, and he, he seems to be more comfortable uh, with the quarterback under center. Yeah, but in college he ran from the gun every single snap. So how many snaps did he have there? And he knew coming in, just like we knew coming in, what we were going to do. We never had any discussion that we were going to change our system. You know, the only discussions we had, this is why I like DeMarco, is we all talked about winning when he came here on his visit. And Ryan Matthews was here on his visit when, when DeMarco came. They both knew what, exactly what we were trying to get accomplished here. So. How much does it help having, having Ryan Matthews back? I mean, what does that kind of add to your rotation? It will help. You know, I think that the, the one thing, he may be the most explosive one we have there. You know, and the, the, you watch the, the run against the uh, 
you know, with the groin, the run against the, Car the Carolina where he hits the home run from, from 60, you know, and I think um, he's got that kind of extra gear, I think, than, than all, all of those guys. You know, I think that that helps. But we also know, you know, he, you can't saddle him up and go with him because he's been out for an extended period of time and we're easing him back into kind of where he is. But anytime you can get a player of Ryan back, I think it should help us on the offensive side of the ball. We just had it. We were trying to get another guy in here. We're outside linebacker. We, we decided we really liked means we had him in here for a workout. Um, we were afraid Houston was going to put him up, uh, and then we wouldn't get an opportunity to get him. It's kind of that time of year where people are kind of looking at practice squad players and which guys actually go up, which guys come down. It, it was about this time last year we ended up getting Jer uh, Couplin from Detroit, kind of in a similar situation. Um, he's a guy we kind of coveted, and then we had to have a roster spot for him. So we were over at receiver. We had seven receivers on the 53, and we usually carry six on the 53. So. What have you thought of Tyrod Taylor, the way he's played this year? And what does a dual threat quarterback do for an offense? Not, obviously, you can run the ball, but yeah. the, the overall offense, what does he do? It's a, it's a different dynamic, you know, and it's similar to playing, not that he's the same player as Cam, because Cam's obviously a different body type and whatever, but when that quarterback has the ability to run, you know, it's it's different. It's different in how you cover, because now if, if he's, if you play a lot of man under, two deep man under, where the defensive backs have their backs turned to the quarterback and it's third and 10, if they're all covered, he can tuck the ball and run for the first down. And you can start to, you know, now your rush lanes, the rush lanes against Tyrod are different than the rush lanes against the Tom Brady just because you're not worried as much as Tom taking it and tucking it and running for a first down, but you really have to be concerned with Taylor in that situation. Um, they do have some design quarterback runs, um, you know, similar, not similar, but it's like facing Carolina because they have design quarterback runs. They'll run some zone read um, where you now have to, do you tackle the back? If you tackle the back, the quarterback is a threat on the perimeter. Other teams run some of that, but the quarterback's not as much of a threat, so you feel like you can tackle the back and then rally to the quarterback. So it makes you play a little bit more assignment defense on, uh, on uh, going into a game like that because of his ability to run the ball. And he can really hurt you running the football. Jim, Jim, you the running backs. Uh, What's up? Thanks. Okay.